Merry Christmas, friends. If you're listening to this on the day that our podcast comes out, it is not yet Christmas. And so everything I just said, do not pay attention <laughs> to it. Um, but this Sunday, if you're listening to this on the radio on Sunday, then it is indeed Christmas. It is this Christmas. And that's awesome because God, in his love for us, for you, for uh-huh. me, uh-huh. he comes to us. He is not distant. He is not far away. He comes to us as a baby. Nine pounds. And that is awesome. How much did Jesus weigh? I heard nine pounds, six ounce. Yeah, that's just because you watch trashy movies. Oh, I do not. Do you have other sources for your... Ideal weight. What is the ideal weight of a baby? I was nine pounds, six ounces. Everyone in this room has, has never been involved in babies. Well... Uh, there was a couple months ago, there was a baby, and it was 11, 11 pounds, 2 yeah. ounces. I was 10 pounds, 10 ounces. I believe it. Your hair was probably 40%. My favorite, my favorite story ever, I was at like a funeral or something with my mom. You know, my mom's a smaller person, and I'm a larger person. Yeah. And this lady like hadn't seen me since I was a little kid. And she was like, oh my gosh, I can't. She points at me. And then points at my mother and says, I can't believe that came from that. <laughs> I punched her. It was awesome. <laughs> she standing drop kicked the lady. Uh, it was like a round, you know, remember like in those kung fu video games? It was like a round, a round kick. Oh, you like poco or whatever that um, is. We have a special guest uh, with us. Who? It is. My other personality? It is. <laughs> I mean, she's always with us. Um, it is. We have. <laughs> Did you slay me having a girl's name? Seminarian Daniel Albrecht is with us. Am I pronouncing that correctly? Yeah, you are. Okay, good. Yeah, I just always want to. Daniel, tell us uh, you're 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 hanging out with us uh, over the Christmas break. Yeah. So Uh, tell us where uh, where where you're from. Uh, What are you doing? What are you doing with your life? Go. <laughs> All right. So I'm uh, from Prague, uh, which is like an hour south of here. Uh, I went to OSU with Father Carey, unfortunately, for four years. Whoa, and whoa, whoa. Oh, to, ouch. Come on. I mean, what was your major? What was your major? I was a computer engineering major. Right. Perfect for seminary. Oh, yeah. The skill set is so transferable. It really helpful. So Your parish is going to have the best website of any parish in the diocese when you're a priest. Probably not, because we have some guys in this diocese who are really terrible at building websites and they should Right, know. but he's going to be good. They should That's what I'm better. saying. You know what? You did that a couple summers ago, didn't last you? Summer. Yeah, last, summer, last summer. Last summer, he helped yeah. a lot of our, our rural parishes that don't have websites to have a website. Yeah, yeah. that's still going on. So uh, we're just kind of like filtering that out because what we're trying to do is link up all these like rural websites and parishes together so that they can be kind of interconnected both with the diocese and they can actually like reach out to their parishioners for a lot of a catechesis. And so they can go to this website and find out more about what Catholicism is and also see things going on around the diocese so that some of these rural places can really feel connected. Yeah, tap in more. Yeah, well, I, parishes that don't have a website, like what are you doing? I, I have a question, Daniel. What is your... Is, is, can you... Um, is it like, is there a main server for all these websites? And then you can um, say maybe like update them rurally? You have no idea how computers remotely? work, do you? 
remotely? Yeah, so what, we are going with a company that specifically is making diocesan-grade websites. Mm. And so all of these uh, rural parish websites will be housed underneath the diocese website. Mm, kind of an and, umbrella. Yeah, kind of like an umbrella. And oh so they're all, you can update all of them simultaneously. <laughs> well, fantastic. They're all interconnected. Man. It's all great. God. That's amazing. Wait. Thank um, you, Daniel. For and now, and you're now you're a seminarian for yeah. the diocese of Tulsa. How did that happen? Uh, well, Jesus. All right. Uh, kinda, <laughs> okay. Good. Kind of said, "Hey, Nine you got the good answer. Jesus yeah, good answer. Baby Jesus came to good me answer. and said, uh, "Hey, I know you really. You want are to be from Prague, which is where the the national shrine of the infant. What is it? Called? Baby Jesus. The national shrine of the infant Jesus of Prague. In Prague. In Prague. In Prague. Prague and Prague, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Kind of confusing. And so you just finished your first semester of seminary. Yeah. You uh, survived. Yeah, over at Kendrick Glennon. What's the best great. thing you read? Uh, the best Tell our thing listeners. I read was... Uh, there's this really good excerpt in my Prayer One class over like the holy hour. Prayer, the class is called Prayer One. Prayer One. Just to give you some insight into. Two. Oh, followed by Prayer Two. Yes. Twice as good. Twice. Okay, okay, what did you read? What is it? What was it so called? it was over the holy hour format, and it was kind of discussing what the difference between good thoughts about uh, God that relate to prayer, meditation, and prayer, and how they differ from one another. And how actual prayer is this you, me, you, I conversation with God. And I was like, oh, wow, that's that's really cool. I do like five minutes of that in my holy hour after I've read my books, prayed my rosary, read the daily readings. Well, oh, they're saying like that should be the, the first thing. Yeah, they said start, like start with just meditative personal prayer yeah. mm-hmm. and then dive into around? all your stuff. Are you learning something from I'm you? recapping. Oh, I thought maybe you were like taking notes. I'm mirroring or... back to Daniel what he just said. <laughs> it was like a conversational technique to kind of like guide it. Yeah. 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 kind of great. What's the worst thing you read in seminary this semester? Like, this is trash. <laughs> or like, I did not understand this at all. Um, or like, what are we doing here? Or the, like, like something you read and you were like, I'm leaving. Uh, 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 wait, wait, wait. Was it something on Flock Notes that Father O'Brien said? Was it a modern philosopher? <laughs> well, the flock notes I didn't was it really Derrida? pay attention to. No, uh, oh. Kant was in there. And he oh some yeah, stuff. okay, that may, that'll make you want to leave. Yeah, yeah. I looked at that and I was like, man, I no. Emmanuel Kant. I'm just gonna go back to Aristotle. Pray for, pray for him. Okay, well, Daniel is joining us, so he's he's uh, staying with us over the Christmas break, which is very nice. Welcome home, Daniel. Um, it's you. good to have you. It's yeah. good to have you. Um, we've been walking through the mass, but it's whoa, 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 Christmas. What? Oh, Christmas. Dude, yeah, don't yeah. forget. Uh, what are you doing for Christmas I, since your parish is closed? <laughs> hey, my parish is going to be open on the 28th. That's when it's done. 28th of December, the day after St. John the Evangelist. That's in the, that's in the octave of Christmas. I know it's going to be pretty awesome, going. but what am I doing on Christmas day? You're going to go see your family. I'm going to go see the fam and I'm probably going to celebrate mass at St. Anne's really? in Broken Arrow or St. Thomas More in Tulsa. What would be the attraction to St. Anne's? It's, it has a. Mass time other than 9 a.m. that my mother can um, get, oh, up and get out of the okay, house. Oh, okay, okay, good. Yeah. All right. Because St. Uh, Thomas More has I what, support eight, you. eight mass times, and one of them oh. is in English. So wow. we go to St. Anne's. We, uh, here, at Saint, here in Stillwater, we're going to have five Christmas masses, Saturday 4, Saturday 6, Saturday 8 in Espanol. Okay. And then we have two on Christmas Day, one at midnight. Whoa. Uh, 12.01, to be exact. Okay. And then at 10 a.m., Christmas morning. 
Hmm. I will not be here. So, to help so you. if you're listening to this on the radio, it comes on on the radio Sundays at nine thirty. Uh, you have twenty two minutes to get to mass. <laughs> so stop, turn off the radio, get in your car, and uh, and let's go. Uh, but anyway, we'd love to have you. We'd love to have you. And then uh, the week, you know, the week uh, after Christmas, we're closed. Our parish office is closed. And then we'll ramp back up for uh, January 1st, which is a Sunday, and it's also a solemnity, the Solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. I'll be at Seek in St. Louis. Oh, that's exciting. Yep. And then, uh, yeah, and then we're back on. We'll start things up kind of that first week of January, getting fired up. Yeah, yeah. 2023. Let's get fired up about Mass. Okay, so we've been walking through the Mass, Uh and and by, by the feedback that we get from both of you, we are, we have... You are really liking it. People are uh, liking just the just like a deep dive, uh-huh. and so we didn't say when we started this. We weren't like, "Hey, we're going to cover the mass," you know, in four episodes. We were just like, "We have unlimited episodes, right?" Yes. And so we're just going to keep talking about the mass until we've like exhausted what what we know about it. And so last week we talked about the epiclesis. The calling down of the Holy Spirit. I'm making a hand motion right now. Oh, the calling down uh-huh. of the Holy Spirit, um, with and the, and the, you know, the, like oftentimes a bell rings, and you know, and so the, the calling down of the Holy Spirit upon bread and wine, um, and then we moved into, and I think we got to, I don't, I don't know if we t- it, like the, kind of the institution narrative. So we, you know, it, it, whatever whichever Eucharistic prayer you, is used. It it goes into like so on the night he was betrayed, right. you know. So we we kind of transport ourselves back to the the Last Supper, yeah. Um, on the night he was betrayed, or on the night before he died, or whatever that kind of whatever that that kind of opening line yeah. is, and then we move into the the priest acting in the person of Christ and saying the words of Christ, yeah. This is my body. This is my blood. Yeah, we talked about that. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I it just is. think it's cool. Persona Daniel, Christi what do you think? That. What do you think? I also think it's cool. All right, so good, I good, good, good. I love po- it. Good point. <laughs> um, there's just a lot there, and it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. Yeah. I remember the first time that I like said that for real. You know, at seminary we do like practice. Matt, you get to all this, Daniel. Okay. In a couple years. They're, like you know, practice mass. You know, and you're so uh-huh. you're you're saying it, but it you know, as they say, you're like you're shooting blanks. You know, um, it doesn't you know it doesn't work. You're saying it, it doesn't work, and so to like say that for real, and like okay, I'm holding, you know, what 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 was bread, and now is the Jesus. body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus God. Christ in like in my hands. Oh. It's, OMG, literally. It's amazing. Yeah, it's 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 pretty awesome. It's pretty awesome. So just that whole, that that kind of that institution narrative. You have your missile with you there, I uh, Father Kerry. I do. A Roman the Roman missile. The Roman missile. What's it, what does it say? Uh, the Roman missile, you know, after, uh, after the words of consecration, uh, then there's this beautiful hymn of the mystery of faith, which I think most people just sort of, you know, haphazardly skip over. Uh, and it's the proclamation during the great season of Advent. Each of these is assigned a season, you know? 
It is? Yeah, yeah. Like, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Is We're supposed to pray that during Advent? So, save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. I think that's the, the one for I've the I've never season. heard that those were assigned to a season. I don't think that's right. I, I do. I do think that's right. Now, why why, why well, wouldn't it say that? Um, it... You have to open one of those liturgical documents. I'm looking at one. I know, but that's, I don't think that's the, but anyway. But it, I, mean, I mean, that makes sense, especially the, like, until, until you come again. That's a very Advent yeah, theme. A, okay, well, can you read for us? What are the, what, when, so the priest, so this is after the consecration, and the priest will say or sing the mis- mystery of faith. Mysterium fide, the mystery of faith. And so then there are three yeah. options. What uh, can you read those for us so people I, are become I familiar? You, I just gave you two of them. Um, uh, read them. Just read, oh. Could you read all three? Could you oh, read okay. just all three Whatever. together? Uh, we proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Mm. So it's a, that's the, a, that is very Adventy. No, that, that's well, the, uh, that's the until one until until you come again. But the other one is set us free, save us, Savior of the world. For by your cross and resurrection, you have set us free. Because the whole season of Advent is about setting us free, you know, like free us from slavery to captivity, oh. like um, land of Zebulon, land of Naphtali, land beyond the Jordan. Um, the way beyond the Jordan has seen a great light. Uh, you know, all this stuff about the great season of Advent is setting us free from captivity. Even the readings for the uh, third uh, week of Advent were all about. The freedom, at the especially the end of the prophet Isaiah, uh, f- chapters f- uh, 53, 4, 5, and 6, are all about freedom from slavery to captivity in the Babylonian exile. Those, that would be good for Lent then, too. Yeah, I, I don't know how they decide. I've just never heard that. I, I, I like you know that. Who, the, you, know who's, you know who said, told me that? Who told you? Daniel. Uh, no, Brendan Lacey. Oh, Brendan Lacey. Brendan Lacey, was, he was reading a document, and he's like, no, we're going to use this during Advent. I was like... Why? And he goes, it's appropriate for Advent. I was like, stop. Oh. So, so okay, so there's three. So the priest says, now, to help, we'll help the people out here. Why? I mean, like at daily Mass, I kind of pick, you know, I try to vary them, actually. I yeah, I rotate To kind of them. throw the people off. Mm-hmm. I rotate through the Eucharistic prayers like we talked about yep. last week of using yep. four. I'm going to start using four during... I'm so proud year. of you. I know. I'm that big moves, big moves. Can I be there when you when you celebrate <laughs> you, with Eucharistic prayer four for maybe the we'll first do, time? Maybe we'll do it on a Monday in the maybe uh, we could grab chapel. dinner after and, ce- <laughs> and celebrate. That'd be great. Um, okay, so we do the so that we do the Mysterium Fide, the the mystery of faith. Yes. Um, why is it called that? I'm I'm thinking out loud here. It's uh, the mystery. The mystery of faith. Well. So then what we say after that is the mystery of faith, Christ. What, uh, why, do, why is it called that? Let's not get stuck on this one. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm openly. You're openly asking? Asking. But I don't think, I, I have never done any research So this on is what our friend, sister, uh, sister Maria Grace says. She said, after the consecration, the people okay. pray an acclamation using one of several options, which you just read. Uh-huh. All of these address Jesus. That's interesting. You, yeah, we proclaim your death, O Lord. What's the other? Okay, we proclaim we your death, eat, O Lord. When we eat this body, eat when we this bread, eat this bread and drink this, and drink this, this cup, cup, we proclaim your death. Your o death. Lord. So we're talking to Jesus, and yeah. then the third one, save us, save your save of the us. Lord. Oh, okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, all of these address Jesus and connect this moment with his death and resurrection. That's the mystery of faith, like the Paschal mystery. Oh yeah, 
Jesus' life, death, resurrection. Mm. The Eucharistic prayer itself addresses God the Father since we join in Jesus' prayer and the offering he makes to his Father. But this acclamation is addressed to Jesus, who has become truly present on the altar. Wow. Can I make a funny side note? Okay. Okay. Uh, I was listening to this podcast around the 12 about like Big 12 sports. And I know nothing about what's going on in the Big 12, even though mm. I live in like next door to the Big 12 uh, OSU yeah. football. I, I feel like that's in the same way. Like we know things like, you know, a lot about sports and what's going on in the sports world. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was today. Houston Astros world champs. Go I ahead. I was just today old when I, when I learned something about the mass. Oh, I, 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 I that's think, the beauty of this yeah, whole thing. Th- there's people uh, that we're going through our lives and we're like, oh, okay, well, we do need to learn more about this awesome, most sacred liturgy. And I, I, I think I've learned to pray better at Mass just after our conversation. Totally, uh, totally. And I think that's what people are say- people who are listening are saying. Like, they're, you know, they're, um, yeah, they're, they're gaining insights and yes. it's helping them draw you know, themselves deeper into the Mass. Uh-huh. Um, Daniel, what is your favorite part of the Mass? So the favorite part... Right now, it'll change as you as you, as you go along. Right now, it's kind of like... Uh, obviously, the Eucharist is like the center point of the Mass, but the Creed, I think, is really, really interesting now just because we're very much defining what we believe in in the Mass. And so if you really want to like have this evangelization effort and talk about to other people, like what you believe, you can just have that basis in the creed and just say, yeah, these are like the foundational beliefs of the What's faith. What's your favorite line of the creed? Or what, what, any lines that are like jumping out at you right now? Consubstantial. I just read his soul. <laughs> I've started reading souls in the that last couple amazing. days. Daniel, you're oh, amazing. Yeah. You oh, While oh, on Christmas you. break, I'm reading souls. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's a new skill he's developing. Levitation's next. Okay, so watch bring out for it. That 2023. By location when it's minus New Year's five. resolutions. <laughs> yeah, that by location probably would have helped with that building project. What's a line, oh, what's a line that's jumping out in the creed for you right now? Uh, line in the creed. Um, consubstantial with the Father. Boom! Is... Now that you you did remind me of that one, and it is like he's planting thoughts in oh, your yeah. head. <laughs> he is but, okay. Nice, that's good. That's yeah, just because it like reaffirms that like Jesus Christ is of the same substance and of like the same material as God, and he's like intimately united to him in that. And a lot of people just like there's so many easy ways to fall into heresy of like oh how does Christ relate to the Father. And like, interesting. So it's just we kind of went yeah. over that a lot in our catechism class. Dig it. And so I was Dig like, oh, it. this is this is really interesting. How people kind of like seminary sounds interesting. That. You take classes on prayer and the catechism. It's really crazy. Yeah, you wouldn't believe that. I but like that. Yeah. I like formations that. really changed. Father Kerry, you okay, have I, you, st- you got your up. missile there. What do you? What I, else I you got? I'm follow up because Tell immediately us. after the mystery of faith, this line shows up, and Ooh. I've never noticed. this. We're moving into the anamnesis. Yeah, yeah. The remembering. It says. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the blessed passion, the resurrection from the dead, and the glorious ascension into heaven of Christ your Son, our Lord. So it's this is Eucharistic prayer one. It turns back to the Father from this memory. Of the mo- but the, it's exactly what you're saying just a second ago. That it's the mystery of faith is the, the passion, death, and resurrection, and the ascension. In Eucharistic prayer 3, it says, Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation. So there's two things happening at once. There's a remembering 
right? So it's actually called the anamnesis, A-N-A-M-N-E-S-I-S, anamnesis. So which is like a remembrance or memorial. So we're we're going back to, we're reminding ourselves what God has done for us. So the Eucharistic Prayer 3, therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of... What are we? What are we memorializing? What are we remembering? His death. death and resurrection. That's what the mass is. But then the other thing that's happening. So it's the anamnesis, the remembering, and then also the oblation. So we're remembering and we're offering. But when we say remembering, we I think we want to be careful. We're not just like, gosh, wasn't that great? That was so neat. You know, like like Fourth of like, July. Like like as if like as if it's over. Like, but, but what we're saying is that the power of the death and resurrection of Jesus is still very much present. In fact, it's present right in front of our faces. Yeah. That Jesus is alive, right? The living bread, you know? Uh, Jesus is alive, and he's, and he's right here. Yes. And so there's this, wow, what, look at what God has done for us. And look at what God is doing still today. Yeah. We don't want, we don't, we, we don't want to lose that. That's right. Mm-hmm. There was this guy, uh, I was at a restaurant one time, and he had a tat on his arm. It said anamnesis. No, he was, oh. a, and I looked at it, and this is when I was lo- studying Greek. I was like deeply into Greek, and like, you know, I aced three semesters of Greek and failed Latin twice. And he had on this arm this word in Greek. And I was, I read it, and I was like, Having been made finished, because it's like ta ta. It's like if you double it, it's the plu perfect. You put the two letters of the same beginning of the word together. It, it, it actually is. Um, it's a it's a plu perfect verb. Having been made finished, and what it means in Greek is like it encompasses all space and all time from beginning to end. And, and as you said that, it's it's like this is – we're not just remembering like, oh, having a good time. Oh, that was great, Jesus. Oh, you were so yeah, – You're like, the best. No, it's it's we're stepping into this memory which encompasses all of space and all of time and we're encapsulated in it. And, and so we're not just celebrating a memorial like, oh, 4th of July, we remember Or somebody this. dies and we're, we're like, weren't they great? Exactly. I miss a, them. A celebration of life. No way. No nope. check. Nope. It, it is entering into this great saving action. And we are there at the cross and we are there at the tomb like Mary Magdalene and the Mary Mother of God, and the Mary Wife of Clophis, and John the Evangelist, and St. Peter. Yeah, Sister, Sister Maria Grace, she says it this way she, in this little book I have. She says, this memorial is not in honor of the sacrifice of Jesus exactly. on the cross. It is the same sacrifice made present, not repeated, here and now. Jesus offers, offers himself once for all to the Father in atonement for our sins— and to bring about our reconciliation with God. And we join with him in offering ourselves, our sufferings, and all we are. The, the, so the, beautiful the one word sacrifice. There, the beautiful word there is four letters, begins with S, Atonement. and aim was, ends with aim. Same. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, same sacrifice. It, it, yeah. It's not some other side. It's the same. And I think that's, uh, especially when we have these dialogues with 
um, Catholics and non-Catholics, they say, why are you crucifying Jesus yeah, again? Yeah, why and do you guys like, no, no, kill no. him every week? This is the same sacrifice, S-A-M-E, and you're entering into it. Daniel, you yeah, Daniel? I was literally about to say that. No! But I was like, I was like, oh, oh, I already stole my thing. You read my soul. I did, yeah. It was kind of cr- we were just so like really connected. Just after living with you for like a week. Yeah. yeah. One I cool just, thing, though, about the sacrifice, when we talk about oblation... You know, our sacrifices that does any sacrifice that I, you know, human being Brian O'Brien offer, you know, are not, are not, um, you know, are not perfect. But when we talk about Christ, and this is the beauty of, of Christ, that Christ is the unblemished sacrifice, right? Yeah. The perfect sacrifice, the sinless sacrifice, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. That's, that, I think that's important. Uh-huh. That this is not an imperfect sacrifice. This is a perfect sacrifice being offered to the Father. Yeah. You agree, Daniel? I do, yeah. Okay, like, good, good, because like, that's what our church this, teaches. Like, yeah. uh, like the Old Testament versus New Testament uh, pre-configurations and how like the Old Testament is always like this imperfect... Um, Animal. Like, yeah, they just bring... Yeah. Yeah. Here's that leads to like this, like, is like this preface for this perfect sacrifice of Christ on the cross in the same way that like the manna that rained down in the desert is like this imperfect form of like what would then be the uh, the Eucharist in the New Testament. And so didn't... Uh, I think Father Kerry mentioned this in like a homily like two years ago. Whoa. Uh, isn't uh, like the way that they viewed... Um, the Exodus and like the uh, Passover, like when they remembered that every year, isn't that like the, kind of similar to how we remember the sacrifice of Christ on the cross? Like, it's not that they're like remembering it in honor of or repeating it; it's that they're actually like transported back to that moment and yeah. become active participants yep. in that. You're in Egypt at the Passover. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Whether it's 1919 or. 2022. Yep. Yeah, I th- and I think the other thing that a lot of people miss, and I think this is we need to get this in people's heads, that the sacrifice of the mass, that that obviously Christ is being offered, the unblemished sacrifice uh, in the Holy Spirit to the Father. But then this is what the, the general instruction also says this regarding the oblation. The church's intention indeed is that the faithful not only offer... This un, so the faithful, that's, that's, that's you, that's you people in the pews. That the faithful not only offer this unblemished sacrificial victim, but also learn to offer their very selves. Whoa. That, yes. I think, a lot of people are not doing. They're coming to Mass and kind of watching. Isn't that neat? Look mm-hmm. what Father's doing. Uh, I like the music. We have a beautiful church. Um, but but there, I think the, there's there's not as much. What are we What are we bringing? What are you bringing to the mass? The church says that you you learn to offer your very self, and so day by day to be brought through the mediation of Christ into unity with God and with each other, so that God may at last be all in all. So when you come to mass, whoever you are. You have to bring, you uh-huh. are expected to bring, you must, as the germ says, to learn to bring your, your very self, that what is being offered is Jesus Christ in the Holy Spirit to the Father, but also you. And I think a lot of people aren't doing that. And I think that's something we need to learn. 
Yeah. Yep. I, yep. I agree. Mm -hmm. I, I think we just come and we plop down and we pray and we're like, okay, start as like Father Mike Schmidt says, we just watch. Hey, just watch Mass. Watch Mass. Yep. Watch Mass. Yep. Watch Mass. So then we come to the intercessions. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Which a lot of people associate with like what we call the prayers of the faithful or the universal we're prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. No, we're, at, we're that's what's next. No, 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 so no, the, no. Yeah. Oh, the no, anamnesis, no. the oblation, the intercessions. There is this. We, when we pray for the Pope and for the bishop, I got that. I got what, that what did we, we miss? I think we skipped. Where did we? What so, did we skip? Uh, the prayers for the praying for the dead. That's the, the intercessions. No, no, no. It says, "Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep." That's what I'm talking about. Oh, I thought you were okay. You were talking. Yeah, I the intercessions were, we already did. The prayers of the faithful. Ah, Lord, hear our you prayer. Said intercessions. I was thinking prayers the intercessions. Of, so now, now we move into. So we're still in the Eucharistic prayer. We've offered Christ, we've offered our very yeah. selves, and then we offer these intercessions for, I mean, you're always going to there hear the name of the Pope, the name of the bishop, and maybe we can, I mean, we can right. we can pick this up next week because we are, you know, running out of time. But that's the next thing is where we pray for very specific yeah. people. I, I, I did some uh, entomology and etymology stuff this past week. Yeah. And... How much time do we have left? One, we got like 30 seconds. Okay, there is this. I think there's in preparation for that is this line um, in Eucharistic Prayer 1 about serene, with a serene and kindly countenance. Look upon us um, and to accept them as once you were pleased to accept the gifts of Abel the just, the sacrifice of Abraham our father in faith. So, so it's got this like, okay, look upon what we're doing. With and the word is countenance, not to be uh, known for the nineteen forty one joint serene invasion. and kindly countenance. But I it, love that in like, the Eucharistic like prayer. One, the loving face of God look upon us. Mm. A serene, like look at us with favor as mm. we do this. All right, we're gonna have to pick. We're gonna pick that up because that. And then it goes into those intercessions. That, as they say, will preach. Uh huh. Okay, Merry Christmas, everyone. Okay, dudes. All right. Have a blessed Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll see ya. In the new year. Uh -huh. What?